our conversation today is about the power of saying no. All systems go. Copy. Go ahead. As we share our knowledge and experience, we help other innovative thinkers unleash their potential. As a result, our personal growth becomes exponential. Exponential. We are building bridges and changing lives by making space for authentic relationships to build trust. This leads to organic collaboration and real synergy. Welcome to the Bridge Builders Podcast, resourcing innovative thinkers with the tools and opportunities to thrive. Opportunities to thrive. 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 Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Bridge Builder Podcast, where we are building bridges and changing lives. I am your host, Chauncey Horton, and we are on again with my guy, Peter Hartzell of Treehouse Media. So our conversation today, Peter, before we, we jumped on, Oh, man, it was deep, bro. It was rich. You know what I mean? I can't wait to see, you know, all the goods that come out of this conversation today. And it is about the power of saying no, Mm. like how we navigate no in our professional lives, in our personal lives, in our health lives and in just every space, the power of saying no, you know, and man, as a kid, we're taught, you know, this kind of a, uh, off limits, right? You know, no yeah, builds this really bad connotation mm-hmm. as kids because as kids we want, right? Mm-hmm. We just want, we want, we want. And then to say no is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's devastating to mm-hmm. us, yeah. you know? And so then we build up this bad stigma around no, yeah. you know? And then what happens is um, we mature and then our adult lives, we still have this connotation with no. If you say no, then you offended me or you don't like me or something bad or something. Then we now have this internal mental, emotional connection with no. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've saw or read some of these uh, health, uh, mental health experts. And they say a lot of adult uh, misbehaviors or complexes come from childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. Right. And so things that we embody as, as a kid or experience as a kid, um, if not addressed perfectly or healthily, turn into issues as an adult. And this is not a mental health uh, podcast. Sure. So this sure. episode is not what we're about, but uh, it, it all goes together. you know. And today our conversation is the power of saying no. And it for me, um, there's just a connection with that. Like when I started my business, you know, uh, I didn't have the confidence or the ability or the power to say no in certain situations. And when I was just getting started, Right, getting the first few little contracts and, you know, making the payroll and getting it going and getting my accounts and, you know, buying materials and doing the things that you do in a construction startup. Uh, my family, they needed assistance. All right. Family business. Uh, you know, it's, it's like that in business. There's ups and downs, highs and lows. And so got to a spot. They were like, hey, you know, we need uh, an advance or a swing or some assistance. Let's partner to help get this job done and we'll reciprocate it. And at the moment. Startup, you don't have resources <laughs> to, right. to be a resource, you know, uh, not when you just get started, but I didn't have the power to say no. Yeah. yeah. And then the the plan, the contract, the deal didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. And it literally, literally set me back for a few years wow. trying to recover, you know, and chasing my tail to get the business moving and going. You know, thank God we're not at that spot now. You know, I'm at a spot where I can you know, give some advice and some, you know, how to navigate that. But this is one of the things you yeah. have to have the the power, the strength, the capacity, the wisdom on uh, when to say no 
in that regard. A lot of you guys that listen to this podcast, you're going to be, you know, probably first generation wealth builders, you know, maybe second generation wealth builders, or maybe you're starting, you're doing your own thing. And with that, there's this mindset to where, you, you know, you have to be responsible for and help everyone in a way that you may not have capacity to, mm-hmm. right? And they call it the first generational, you know, wealth builder thing. And, and you you're, uh, you want to bring the whole hood with you, you know, <laughs> but you don't have that back end to do it. Yeah. And so at some point you have to have the power to say no. And, but that's such a dirty word, right? right. When you are uh, achieving and you're growing and you have maybe a little bit of resource, right? But you don't have decades worth of it, right? And, and, if, and if it doesn't work well, if it, if it does, it cost you, right. you know? And so, yeah. you know, sometimes you have to be uh, emotional, internal, mental, you know, spiritual in your assessment of when do I say no? You know, how do I say no in this moment, in this situation, especially when it comes to to people, right? And and our whole thing here at Bridge Builders is, is a network of, you know, reciprocal help and assistance, right? To To be a resource to someone else. But in this case, sometimes, you know, you have to say, no, you have to be able to assess the situation, the need to ask and where you are. And if you don't have it to give, you know, you do yourself and other person more of a disservice okay. by, you know, jumping out there and putting yourself in a spot that you're not ready to handle, man. Peter, what about you, man? What's your take on, on saying well, I, no? Yeah, I want to comment on that first because I think that's that's super uh, insightful. I, yeah, you can't give what you don't have. You know, you can't give what you don't have to give. And you know, just because you have a big heart doesn't mean that that automatically qualifies you to have the resources that are necessary in a situation. So you're just getting started out in your business. You need, you know, you've got family that needs help and you don't have the resource to like this. I'm just going to re-say what you just said. You don't have the resources to really be a help. Like just because you're family, just because you have the heart, just because you care, doesn't mean that you have the resource or you actually are the best one to, to help get it done. So, so in that situation, the best thing for you to do because you have a big heart is to say, I can't give you as much as I would love to help right now. I can't give you what you need. Uh, right. not, not, only, not only because a, it's going to set me back, and and now you have that perspective. I would, I mean, that that's a loss. That's a that's a hard thing to walk through. But now you have that experience. You can look back on that and learn and grow through that. So, I mean, I I always look at those types of situations as hard as as painful as they are in the moment. I can either let that hold me back or I can let that propel me. Uh, but being able to now in the future, now we can look at uh, a situation more objectively and say, you know what? As much as I would love to help you, and as uh, Actually, I'll throw a story in there that ties in really nicely with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, the um, Mister Wonderful from uh, Shark Tank. Yeah, he he. I heard him share a story one time, and he said um, he's he. They were asking him, "What do you do with family when they ask for money?" Because obviously, you know, when you're rich or you've got resources, like you're talking about, first generation wealth builders, um, you've got you know the hood that's coming along with you. Like you said, you want to bring out you bring all your boys. Like they're going to come to you and say, Hey man, I want help. Or, Hey, could you, you know, I need, I need help with this or I need some money or whatever. I need a job. And so your tendency is to want to, to really help the people around you and, and all that because your heart is to be a, your first generation wealth builder. Well, you can't do that if you're getting sucked dry from on the front end. Like you've got to get your feet under you and get some stability before you can actually be a, a real benefit. So they asked him, how do you handle this when family or friends come to you for money? 
And he said, I just approach it. Uh, and I say, okay, if, if, what do you need the money for all that? I'll, I'm going to give you the money, uh, whatever it is, or, or I'm going to it's a loan or, or whatever, whatever the thing is, it, I'm going to give you the money. We're going to treat this like we're going to have a contract and, and our contract states that I'm going to give you this, but then you're, you're contractually obligated. You're never allowed to ask me for anything ever again. And so what that does automatically is it makes the other person's. So then he'll say, so if you're willing to sign that contract, then I'm happy to help you out right now. But if you're not willing to sign that contract, then, then we can just pretend like you never asked and we'll just move on and, and, and maybe, I, maybe I can help you figure it out some other way, whatever. But I think there's, there's something to that where like, if you are looking for uh, help, I mean, this is like you said, the word no, for whatever reason, it's a, it's a dirty word. Like we don't say no, you don't say no. If you say no, that's limiting or that's negative or whatever. But the reality is no is one of the most liberating, empowering things because, and this will tie into the story I'm about to share with in my experience, because when you say no, it actually opens up other opportunities or other options. Maybe that first choice, you know, your friend coming to you or your, your family member coming to you asking for money or asking for help. That's the lowest, that's the, e- that's the easy way out. Like that's the, e- that's the easy option. I know Chauncey can help me. So I'm going to go ask him for help. And then if he says no, man, I'm dealing with that in a couple of situations in my personal life right now that I'm yeah. wrestling through, you know, like I, I feel like some obligations or some things that, you know, I'm feeling frustrated about and, and it's my own expectations that aren't, that are out of alignment. So I think learning to say no and, and also being okay with other people telling us no. If oh, somebody, that's good. someone else that's tells good. me no, then I can't say, well, you don't really care about me then. Well, that's right. not, that's not healthy. Like I wouldn't want someone to do that to me. If I said no to you, I wouldn't want you to be like, well, then I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> you right. 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 <laughs> like that's, that's kind of weird. Well, what's our friendship all about then? Like, right. You know. the, the reciprocal, whatever I can gain really yeah, exactly. is what, what you're telling me, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, uh yeah, so I wanted to comment on that because I thought that that's a good segue into into my experience, which just happened yesterday, um, and uh, I'm I'm sure I, I tell a lot of stories from a fatherly perspective because I'm a dad. I've got three kids. That's um, good, man. They teach you a lot, don't they? I learn so much from my kids, and and All actually. Right through parenting, something will come out of my mouth and I'll be like, Whoa, that was way deeper <laughs> than, I don't even know where that came from. Like that's, thank, right. you, thank you God for that insight. Love um, it. so we're, we're, we're packing up our house. We're getting ready to move. And, uh, so my son is a Lego master. He loves to build Legos and he's probably got 30 different Lego projects going on in his room, different types of trucks and, you know, this whole world that he's building. And so I've, I've been trying to prepare him mentally for the last day or two. Hey buddy, you know, we're getting ready to leave. We've got all your Legos are out. We're going to need to pack these Legos. We're going to have to put them away and put them in the moving truck. I know like, I don't want to take all your Legos away right now because you're going to need some to play with. And I want, I don't want, I don't want you to be sitting here for the next two or three days with nothing to do, but there's no way we can keep all these Legos out. Like we have to get stuff packed away. And so Last night I went up to his room and I said, all right, here's a small bin and anything that you can fit in that bin is you, you can take with us on the trip. We can leave it out. And then it's, it's in the back of the truck. And, uh, so you can have access to it, but everything else, if it doesn't fit, then everything else needs to go in this other box and that's going, that's going away. So we walked through this whole process and I could just feel him getting progressively more and more frustrated because 
some of the things that he wanted to to keep out wouldn't fit in the bin. And so we, you know, we, we had this whole moment. Uh, he, he had a, threw a fit and, um, and it was hard cause I, I understand, I understood how he was feeling, but you know, as a dad, I'm like, buddy, I know how you feel, but come on, we got to suck this up and, and, and get this stuff packed. Like we got to go. And so we go into the other room and we're having a conversation and he's crying about, you know, but I'm trying to build this world and I'm trying to do this and I need, I need these other big pieces so that I can build these rocks like boulders in this area. And, and out of my mouth, I say, you know what, buddy, sometimes when you, when you don't have the pieces that you need, you have to look at dig deep into the bin that you do have and try to find some other pieces that maybe you can build what you're looking for out of something different. Maybe you need these pieces that look like rocks, but what if you went and you found a bunch of other different colored little pieces and you made your own rocks and they were different colors. And I said, rocks are different colors. Like there's red rocks and blue rocks and green. And he's like, I know dad, I know, I know. And, and I said, but, but why don't you, instead of looking at what you don't have, take a look at what you do have right in front of you, dig deep into that bin and, 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 and build the thing that you're trying to build. And you know what? You might actually end up building something even cooler unintentionally. And as right, I'm so saying good. it this moment, and I'm saying it in my, I'm like, whoa, that's one of those, that, that was yeah. not me, you know, that wisdom. And, and then I just, so then I walk away from that and I, I kind of start internalizing it and I'm looking at my own life and I'm thinking, you know, there's so many times where I, in my business in my marriage and my friendships, I always am looking at what I don't have. I need this. I need this in order to get here. I need to do that. I need this experience. I need this mentor. I need this friendship. Um, I need this business relationship. You know, I need these other things in order for me to get to where I'm trying to go rather than digging deep into the box of what I've got right in front of me, the resources that I have right in front of me and, tr- and realizing that I can, I can actually do something really cool, something really beautiful with what I have right now. And you know, what's going to happen is that I'm going to, something's going to build organically right before my eyes. And I'm probably going to end up in a different trajectory than I thought, because, you know, if I, if I, if I, my limiting factor is I need that business relationship. I need this account. I need this contract in order to get to X amount per month. If that's the way I'm thinking, then I'm my my motivation for that business relationship is purely transactional, yeah. and all I care about is get is using you for your opportunity, and I don't really care about you. And ultimately, yeah. that opportunity is not going to last. It's going to be short. If I get if I win a contract, it's going to be short lived. They're going to feel it, and I'm not going to I'm not going to really feel the the benefit. But if I can, you know, build something really beautiful, I've found that happened in my life a couple of times where. I stopped that chase and I started focusing on what was on my desk right now. And you know what ended up happening was actually that relationship that I thought I wanted to, I'm glad I didn't get it because it would have taken me the wrong direction. And I ended up finding like I, I, a lot of times, um, a a lot of the situations that I'm in right now, the, the stuff that Chauncey and I, that we're, that we're doing is a direct result of things that didn't work out for me or didn't work out for Chauncey. Mm, Right. You know, like we're doing this because things didn't work out the way we wanted (laughs) them to. And and how much, I mean, it's almost better that way, right? Way, (laughs) way better. So that's an encouragement, man. Yeah. That's so good, man. So you're saying the power of saying no to what you don't have, right? Like the mental, emotional connection to what you think you need and how that limits you know, how you handle what you have and what you do and how you work and how you think and feel about it. 
Say no to what's not there and say yes to what you do have mm-hmm. and yeah. build, you know, the greatness that is already there. Man, you don't have to have anything to get started. You know, right. there's so much that we uh, in our study and research and looking out and our social and scrolling that we think we need X, Y, Z. We think yeah. we need all of these things to get going. Yep. We need all these things to, to achieve um, our dreams. And you don't. You have within your reach, within your capacity, within your being, what you need to get started and to get to where you're trying to go, right? right. Then then once you start manifesting and you start embodying um, who you are and what you have, then the right things get attracted to you. Then you get in the right networks. You get you know in the right circle, the right community, the right doors, the right opportunities. But it starts with you being uh, and, and, and putting energy on the stuff that you do have. Say no to what you think you don't have that's keeping you from getting going and say yes to, to what's in your reach, what's in yep. your Rolodex, what's already internalized in you from the creator. Oh man, this is, yep. I'm getting excited about the reality and the thought process of, you know, what you just shared, Peter, is that we have the tools, right? And then we get so limited and blocked by what we think we need. That's right. And we have to learn how to say no to that. Not only saying no to, you know, unhealthy or, or unrealistic expectations from other people or from yourself, but also saying no to the uh, negative energy or thoughts or the hurdles, the imaginary, you know, the imaginary yeah. mountains that you think you, you have to climb or the imaginary or the. The, the, the things that you think you need to, to get where you're trying to go. So good, bro. So well, good. And, and on that point, there was, I, I saw a, a keynote speech. I think it was uh, Harvard or Yale or something like that. I can't remember who the guy was that gave the keynote speech. And, but he was talking about that, uh, that a little bit. And he was given like the 10 keys to success or whatever. Um, but yeah. it was a really, really good. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was a really good speech. I mean, it was, it, he took it a real uh, tongue in cheek sort of direction and one of the things that he said was be really careful because I know that in business, a lot of times we always, we want to have like our, our, uh, our one year, five year, 10 year plan. And then we have like our, you know, six month goals and our one month goals and our week goals and our daily goals and all the stuff we, we set goals for ourselves to achieve certain things. Like we reverse engineer it. Here's where I want to be in 10 years. So if I want to get there, here's what I need to start doing today. And right. that can be a really beneficial practice in, in one sense, but what he said, and I had never thought about it this way, was be careful making long-term plans because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And sometimes you can get so focused on living for 10 years from now that you never actually enjoy the moment that you're in right now. And so I think that's right. that's kind of what I was getting at there too with the Lego, the Lego analogy is, you know, you, you can build with what you've got and have a lot more fun doing it than, than saying, I can't build what I'm trying to build because I don't have the right pieces yet. And then you're miserable. You're, you're, you're dissatisfied. You're, um, you're, you know, you're so you're continually self-focused, like selfish. I want, I need more. I need more. I need more so I can do more so I can achieve. And we get so focused on trying to achieve some, some lofty goal. Uh, maybe it's not even lofty. Maybe it's just straight up financial stability. Like I want to, yeah. I want to make more than I'm spending. Like that's right. not a huge goal, but sometimes we can say, you know, so I want to make more than I'm spending. So I need to budget better, but I need to make more money. I need to make X number of dollars to, you know, fit my lifestyle. I need 15 more hours in a day. So exactly. That I can work. Yep. And so then you start doing the things to try to get to this, this place rather than 
taking like taking a big step back, getting some perspective and saying, all right, what things do I have right in front of me right now that I can be doing? And this is a, we talked about mentorship uh, in the last podcast. This is where mentors are essential because mentors can help you have that different perspective. Um, One of my mentors, a guy named Phil uh, Cohen, uh, he uses the term C level, different C levels, S E E C level. Everyone has a different C Mm -hmm. level. We all see things from different perspectives. So this is where, uh, and I'll, and I'll plug the bridge builder network. This is where something like the bridge builder network would be a good resource for you to at least help you see what Legos do you have in your bin? What are, what are yeah. some things that are in front of you right now that, that you can build with? And then maybe you start building something and you realize, whoa, this is the direction I want to go. That, that yeah. was where I thought I was headed, but I don't want to go that way anymore. I want to go this way. And that's that, good, man, that's, that's inspiring, man. I, I, I want to help you. I want to help you find those Legos and help you build that. That's so good, man. And then I like the, the, the thought process, right? That you have to have, man, like, you know, you're looking in the day to day, but then you take a look up and you look in 10 years down the road. You know, it's like the forest and the tree mm-hmm. analogy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, are yep. you are you looking at the forest and you miss the trees or are you buried in the trees and you don't see the forest? And you don't even know where you're going. Right. You know, and so right. tangibly speaking, and which one of the things that we want to do is not only to encourage and, sure. and, and inspire, but we want to inform and educate and resource you know, uh, everybody who's connected to this network who listening to this podcast. Yep. So a way that I like to, to do that deal, you have to do both of them. You know, maybe right. once a week, you know, you look up and you look down the road, you look at the forest. Where am I headed? Where am I yep. going? What am I doing? Yep. And then you get back into the details, the routine, the process of seeing the trees, right? And then now you are on the, the details, the nuts and bolts, the mechanics of your mission, your dream, your life, your career, your journey. You know, and then so now you're tackling the things that are present. You know, you're actually getting it done. But then once you need to pick your head up and say, okay, hey, where am I going? Let me look at that 10, you know, your five year, 20 year, whatever that trajectory. So I know where I'm headed. And without that destination and that goal, you don't know where you're going. That's right. You know, but if you get, if you stay there, then you you miss the trees and you're not, you know, you're not even getting them done. You know, it's it's a full, like it's it's a full perspective. It's, it's, you know, and that's why it's important to, you know, have other people around you that can help you to see that, that stuff. And some people are not like, like Chauncey, I would say you're probably more disciplined on that stuff than I am. I'm just, I'm not wired that way as, as much. And so it's a lot harder for me to think that way. I tend to look, I tend to work in bursts. Um, and so I look at something that's, um, you know, I, I'm trying to go this direction. And so, um, I'll just kind of throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. And mm-hmm. so for me, I know that's a weak spot in, in me. And so I have to surround my, myself with people like you, Chauncey and others that are more directionally, uh, focused that way that are better at, you know, pulling, pulling everything back into the, the, the center focus. And mm-hmm. yeah, we can look at that. We can do that. That's cool. That's a big dream. That's a cool vision, but let's get back to what it is that we're doing and let's see where we're at. What are some things that we need to do? And that can help pull me in. And when I, when I have people around me that are like that, then I get, I'm way more efficient. And then I know for you having someone like, you know, me, that's visionary and, and, right. and, and thinks bigger, thinks outside the box and thinks creatively, then I can kind of help you uh, get excited about the, right. the mundane stuff. Like this is just the the boring stuff right. that has to get done. But hey, this is actually the exciting work that is what builds the the big thing. So 
That's Absolutely. what the, the, the synergy, the dynamic, uh, uh, relational elements of having people, having mentors, having people in your life. Um, you know, and we're, we're getting back to mentorship, but the power of saying no is what enables you to find the right kind of mentor too. So we'll, we'll kind of tie those together. Absolutely, man. Um, Teamwork makes a dream work, right? <laughs> yes. That's what you just said. You know, we, we bounce off each other with, in your marriage, in yeah. your job, and in, in whatever, you know, scenario. Teamwork makes a dream work. So join the network, guys. Yeah. Join the Bridge Builders Network. Go to uh, bridge-builders.co. Uh, we want to help you with that C-level. I like mm. that. S-E-E, your yep. C-level. Yep. So that you can have the right vantage point. And some things you should do, some things you shouldn't do. Right. And if you can't see it, you got the right community around you to help you see it and move everything forward. Guys, this has been a fun uh, episode for me. And I know Peter enjoyed yes, it. We, we talked about it beforehand. <laughs> and so hope that you guys enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed listening in to the podcast and, and digging into some of our conversations. We love to have you in our network to join our professional community. where We are building bridges and changing lives. We will see you on the next episode of the Bridge Builder Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we share our knowledge and experience with you to give you the tools and opportunities to thrive. We are building bridges and changing lives. Connect with us on social at Bridge Builders. That's B-R-I-D-G-E-B-L-D-R-S and www.bridge-builders.co.